Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. This is Wags. Joining me is Dane. And we just had the opportunity to have a special guest and Ty Summers, uh, inside linebacker for the Green Bay Packers, uh, join us on the pod. And uh, Dane, it was uh, really great to get the opportunity to talk to Ty and get a little bit of his backstory and what he's been doing to prepare for year two with the Packers. Yeah, Wags, I mean, that was pretty awesome, right, chatting with him. I, he's going to be probably starting some games this year for the Pack. Had a huge season last year as a special teams player. Uh, ended up actually taking the most snaps on special teams of anybody on on the Packers, over 300. Uh, Blake Martinez, no longer there. An incredibly competitive uh, position group there. And, uh, you know, you and I have both been high on him since he was drafted out of CCU. And uh, just a great opportunity for him this season. And uh, what really struck me in this interview is he knows it. He knows the opportunity is there. And I think uh, since he's been drafted, his mentality is one day he's going to be a starter. This is his chance, Wags. The time is now. Uh, so I just really like talking with him. Really good guy as well. Yeah. So uh, sit back and relax. Enjoy this one. Um, it was uh, uh, really fun to talk to Ty. And as you said, he's going to be someone that's going to be right in the mix here uh, to earn that starting role opposite of Christian Kirksey. So I really think that he's dialed in. He's ready to go. So I'm going to be really geared up. Uh, to watch uh, Ty in camp as he competes for that opportunity. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo, it's a home. With us now is Green Bay Packers inside linebacker. You might know him as number 44, Ty Summers. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. What's up, guys? I'm glad to be on. We are pumped to have you on, man. And uh, we always like to ask our guests uh, the same question. First question, dude, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer? Oh, man, it's, it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true. I mean, there's there's no more legendary organization than the Green Bay Packers. So to get to experience that, be up here in Green Bay, Lambeau Field, the fans. I mean, Green Bay Packers fans are unlike any other um, that I've ever seen. I mean, I've watched, watched a lot of games on TV, been to games, but there's nothing. I mean, when you have 60-some thousand people coming out to a practice, I mean, that's just – it just shows you um, – what it's like to be a part of the Green Bay Packers and what their fan base truly means. Yeah, and Ty, I thought you – we were really excited uh, when you kept coming into last season as a rookie, um, and I thought you made an impact right away in camp and really solidified your opportunity to be on that roster in year one. And then over the course of the season, um, you know, your contribution on special teams, I believe I saw that you actually had the most snaps of anyone on the team on special teams. Uh, so um, I, I'm sure that you uh, found that to be a nice – step but now coming into year two 
uh, you're going to have a big opportunity to compete for a starting role. So uh, maybe why don't you just uh, uh, bring us up to speed and catch us up on what you've been doing in the off season. Um, I know you've had some 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 big uh, you know off you know personal things that you've been going through as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some exciting stuff. So uh, I I would just love to hear you share what you've been doing in this off season as you're ramping up here. Yeah, as you already hinted at, I got married this off season, so that was pretty great. Congrats, uh, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, but outside of that, in the football aspect, you know, I've just been uh, been grinding. I kind of, you know, uh, especially with the thing with Blake, you know, Blake being gone with the Giants, I know he's had a successful career there. And I was excited because that means that uh, the opportunity to go compete for that job is there. Um, so I've had, you know, it's been extra fuel to the fire. I've been, I've been getting after it. Um, been bouncing around a few different places working out, which has been nice because I've been able to get a lot of different perspectives and styles of working out, but I've been able to implement my own as well. Um, so, I mean, man, I'm just glad it's finally getting close. You know, I feel like it's been a long time coming uh, this off season with everything that's been going on. Um, but we're, we're here. We're getting there. It's less than a month away. Lord willing, it all works out. So, ready to go compete. For sure. And were there some things that even though you weren't able to get on the field uh, uh, for de- on the defensive side of the ball, um, were there some things that you were able to build on and, and what were some things that uh, you really focused on improving your game uh, last season that you're going to carry into the year two? I think the biggest thing for me is uh, just my knowledge of the defense and not just my position and what I'm supposed to do, but everyone around me. That was something I prided myself in that I was able to do at TCU is I, was, I knew what every single person around me was doing. And then it got to the point, because I knew all that, then I knew exactly what the offense was doing. Um, so if you know what every other piece around you is doing, it helps you do your job better. And so this offseason with the virtual you know, meetings and, and just the, all the access that I had on the iPads um, to study film, uh, my knowledge of the defense has gone up tremendously uh, because I believe, you know, I believe that my athletic ability and my strength uh, my speed speaks for itself. You know, I believe that's something that's, that's my strength and my knowledge, my knowledge of the game, my communication has always been a strength too. So now I really need to turn that up and make it my strength here. Like I had it at TCU. And you mentioned Blake Martinez uh, earlier and it looked like you guys were pretty close last season from what I could tell. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so were you able to learn from him in year one and, and do you, you know, do you stay in contact with him now? I know he's in New York, as you mentioned, um, you know, just kind of wondering what kind of impression he made on you. Uh, and now that he's gone, you know, this really is an opportunity for you to, st- you know, we think you're going to be a starter this year, quite frankly. I appreciate that. That's the plan. But to answer your question, I mean, yeah, Blake, uh, Blake was probably one of my closest friends on the team. And uh, even though he's, you know, it was a fourth year or couldn't, you know, performing his fourth season, um, you know, he didn't let that make, you know, a wedge between us because I was a rookie. Um, you know, we clicked really well. And the thing that I appreciate the most about him was his willingness to help me learn, you know, because I'm obviously him and I played the same position. And so I, you know, my mentality was come in there and try to take the job ultimately um, if, if that was the case, but, you know, he, knowing that, I mean, he just answered any question I had, you know, never left me hanging, um, pushed me to get better. And so that's something I really appreciate going forward as I become a vet, you know, that's kind of how I want to handle it. I want to be that kind of leader and, and, the linebacker room, but of course on the defense and on the team, you know, at some point in the future. Uh, so I appreciate that uh, for sure. 
Yeah, and it sounds like there's almost a silver lining in having everything remote in that, you know, you were really just able to focus on the defensive schemes. Is, am I reading into that, or, or do you feel like that, 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 that's definitely an element of, of what you've been able to glean uh, from, uh, you know, an interesting OTA season? No, that's definitely the case. I mean, of course, if I was having a regular OTA, I'm also, you know, practicing on technique on um, working through plays, which are all very important and vital. I mean, football's played on the field. It's not played on an iPad. So uh, that's important. But, I mean, it has been nice because that was an area that I would consider a weakness last year, which is my knowledge, just because I was coming from a – it was I was coming into a scheme that I'd never been, played in before. So, I mean, I had, having to understand all the different – even the terms for drops and stunts and alignments, things that I hadn't faced before. I hadn't had – you know, three, four, where I had three interior and two outside linebackers. I mean, I didn't know what an underfront was. All those things that I had to kind of learn, you know, from the, learn the basics over again. Um, so the fact that I've been able to really sit down and that's all I've been able to do aside from my own workouts and own drills that I do outside, it's been nice to really be able to, like, see every little piece over and over again every day. So it's, it's been nice to have access to that. I really like the way the coaches handled it this year. Yeah, and, and you know, building off that, are you able to communicate with the with your teammates quite a bit? Are, are you all talking? You know, what does that look like? Because this is so unique. I think, um, you know, across the NFL, I imagine folks are kind of building the airplane uh, while it's still in the air, so to speak. So, you know, are you communicating with coaches? Are they available? Or, you know, is some of this kind of study sessions on your own? I mean, it's really – it's really on our own, but I mean, I've kept, kept in touch with some of the guys in the inside linebacker room, um, you know, and, and the coaches said going into it, they're like, hey, get ready to come back in the best shape possible um, with this offseason. You know, I mean, it's nice we still able to have access to the iPad so that we can study that stuff um, on our own. Um, so it's all on us. It's basically how bad do you want it? And what kind of time are you willing to spend? For sure. And I have to think part of the studying, too, that's really, you know, especially important for someone like you in, in the way that you play the game. Because um, in, in last season, in the preseason, uh, what I saw, and then going back to your time at TCU and just watching some of the highlights uh, from your playing days there, you're someone that really, I can tell, just prides yourself about being around the football playing instinctually, being physical and moving downhill. Um, and, and, you know, I think those are some things that really stand out uh, when I see, um, you know, you're really just getting on your key and able to make a break and, and, and uh, uh, close in on the football. So uh, can you talk a little bit more maybe about some of the intangibles or maybe some things that the coaching staff has asked you to do that the average fan may not really realize is happening out on the field? Um, I mean, on the field individually, uh, it first comes to just understanding and knowing exactly like what gap I have, what the front is doing, what the guys are doing in front of me, what the DBs are doing behind me, kind of understanding that role. Cause like I, I knew what I needed to do, but to take it to the next level, I need to also know and understand what everyone else is doing. So that's the first one. Um, second one was get comfortable doing zone drops because so much at TCU and uh, coverage, what we do is match coverage or man. So I would be chasing people all around the field, you know, and it'd be covering receivers and all that stuff. So I'm so used to reacting in that way that I really, in this defense, it's easier because I'm just dropping into an area and looking around and knowing that I have people around, I can pass things off. 
So it's really a lot less work. I was making it a lot harder on myself because I was thinking, okay, a guy's coming here. I need to cover this guy. And then all of a sudden, crap, I got to cover this guy. He's going the other <laughs> way. And I was just like, my head was spinning because I was making it too hard. Um, so getting, you know, just basically understanding what everyone else is doing around me. So I know, hey, I don't have to chase that dude to the flag because I'm a guy out there. So um, that's a big one as well. I mean, the physical part, they know I want to be physical. They know I'm fast. Um, they know I'm strong. So it's just using it every single play as well. Ty, I've got a, a kind of a, a bigger, you know, 30,000-foot um, question for you. Reflecting on last season, um, it might be two different answers, actually. But uh, was there – do you have, like, a highlight personally uh, last season as your first uh, season with the Green Bay Packers? And then also, the season was so special for all of us. Wags and I were at the Seattle game. Uh, at Lambeau, you were crushing on special teams. So I guess, one, what is your uh, personal highlight of last season? And two, is there a uh, highlight from a team perspective that you can remember from last season? A highlight personally, um, I would say a cool moment for me was my first tackle on, uh, on Tariq Cohen in the, in the, against the Bears. It was, I think it was yeah. my first rep of punt. Just going down, I was so fired up. I was like, I got it. If I can find a way to make a tackle a game, you know, I was thinking, okay, 16 tackle specials, that'd be great. And so I started the first couple of games with a tackle in each of them. I was like, okay, sweet. But that first play when we made it, I was, I was so hyped. Just my <laughs> first, first contact, first tackle in the NFL, like that actually counted. Um, I would say that was a big one. And then, of course, winning the NFC uh, North, you know, division, you know, I guess against the Vikings. That was a cool cool moment just celebrating the locker room with my teammates you know so I'd say those two are probably the coolest ones and sorry what was the second question but I and I was just curious um from a team perspective and I think you kind of answered it there uh, if there was something you know that was just like a special moment that you that you could remember from year one yeah I would say that um that was a good one and Another cool moment, I think, just even more personal, was when Blake and I traded jerseys after the Bears game. We just kind of were like, hey, before the equipment guys see it here, let's trade them real quick. You know, so I thought that was cool again because he's a cool vet, you know, and just he was wanting to have my jersey. I was all special teams. And this dude was 200-plus tackles. But because we were close, we were friends, and he was like, hey, man, I want it, you know. And so I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. What what was that flight like flying back after the NFC North when, once you won that thing? Because I imagine that was that was pretty loud. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Guys were excited. Um, it was it was nice. It was a quick trip too. It wasn't a super long flight, but uh, we were we we're all pretty pumped. But you know, I feel like the way that we were operating, it was like okay, it was exciting. But then the moment we got off that plane, we we're like, all right, who we got next. And so at that point, I think it was all uh, lions after that. So we were like, hey, Lions, let's go. We got to finish this thing out. So that was kind of the mentality there. That's great. I was going to ask, and I, I, I know you're probably going to sound like, feel like this is a, a question you've been asked all the time, but I'm going to change it a little bit. So uh, we know that you're a converted quarterback. You probably talked about this all the time when you were in college. Um, but, um, you know, one of the things that's really stood out to me um, is your ability to, you know, blitz a quarterback. Do you feel like um, your time as a quarterback in high school uh, has enabled you to be able to read what the quarterback's going to do and has helped you when you're, uh, you know, either coming off the edge or coming up a gap? Yeah, I think it has. I mean, because two examples, if you're blitzing off the edge, a traditional quarterback escape route is outside. 
you know, especially if you're listening to them, they're going to try to spin out, get outside of you because you don't, they don't think defensive guys expect that. They think they're just going to step up. And so there are times that I remember specifically in college blitzing off the edge that I would know that was going to happen. I would like bait them into doing it to make the tackles. And so that's one. But then, of course, coverage is a big one too, just like because my understanding of route combinations was big and reads and what they're looking for. Um, so I'll, I'll try to like set it up, you know, to make sure that the quarterback either thinks he can throw it over me, but I know he's going to. So I'm deflecting passes or set it up for him to throw the shot, the short route to the running back. So we just rally on tackle. Like um, just understanding that kind of what, he, what he's trying to do is looking off. Of course, there's guys like Aaron Rodgers. That's impossible. It means absolutely nothing because he's going to look wherever he wants and throw wherever he wants, anyways. Um, but on a typical quarterback, you know, it's 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 easier to read and to understand that stuff given my my past at that. So it definitely it definitely benefited me. Um, you know, and I got used to understanding what everyone's doing on the field because as a quarterback, you got to know what the whole offense is doing. Then you also got to know what the whole defense is doing. So it kind of made me have to always think really like big big perspective on the football on the football field versus just okay, what is I doing? What am I doing as a running back? What am I doing as a receiver? So taking that to playing linebacker, I got to know what everyone else is doing. And it makes it easier to do that because I've done that my whole life. By all accounts, and we talked a lot about Blake, um, and he was someone that was really uh, close to, I, I know a lot of you guys, uh, he's been with the Packers for four seasons before he moved down now. Um, and by my understanding is you guys had a, a very strong locker room last year so um, what do you think um, you know what are you think some things uh, that you guys can do to bring everyone together in such a short time because um, I firmly believe that that culture can can make a big difference uh, week to week when you're in that grind in the NFL I think the biggest thing is kind of pick up where you left off you know we still got guys like like Z and Preston um, that made it a big point to get together outside outside of practice and outside of games, Adrian Amos, Ja, uh, a bunch of guys that are really, you know, really, you know, in tune with, with the need to, to spend time together, to have chemistry, to build that chemistry. You can't just do it on the field. You got to do it outside of it. So I think we make that an emphasis, even with the short time that we do have before season, depending on how it all works out. Um, I think that'll be a big, a big part of our success this season. And I, I believe that's something considering we have a lot of the same leaders that will end up taking place. Hey, Ty, um, switching gears a bit, um, you recently had a football camp, and Wags and I were really excited to just see you're doing that. It's definitely an opportunity for you to give back, I think, is, is really how we were seeing it. So curious yeah. what motivated you to want to do that. Uh, was, it, was it just uh, – um, your love of the game because we think you love to play the game of football you play with that passion so you know please tell us a little bit about this camp I know it just happened but I think it's important for folks to know more about it definitely I mean it was something I was actually re I've always thought it would be awesome to have a camp I knew of a lot of NFL guys that did that and I was like I love the idea of it and I actually was reached out to by a guy that I went to high school with um, back in the day and uh, his name was Ian. He works with Bam Fam Marketing, and they have this camp. They always try to find athletes and do this fundraising camp. It's free. The kids don't have to pay for it. They have sponsors. They give out little little gifts and um, little bags that have stuff for them, you know, Shock Doctor and, and a few other items. And so I was like, man, when I got approached by that, I was like, man, I'd love to have a camp. And I, for me, I don't need to make money 
to do it. I love the, the reaction. I love to do stuff with kids. So um, he presented that, and I was all about it. Um, of course, I would have loved to do it in person and really get to connect with those kids. But, you know, the fact that it was on Zoom, I tried my best to still, you know, be there and communicate with them specifically. It, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Hopefully next year, because um, I plan on doing it again next year, hopefully then um, it'll be actually in person. That would be fantastic. Yeah, we hope so too, because I think uh, that means everything's a little bit back more to normal. So, um, but anyway, um, so just, you've been really good for your time, so we don't want to keep you too much longer, but just curious, uh, what are you hearing? We've been trying to stay really positive and not talk about, you know, what's going to happen with this season. Um, But we saw that um, uh, Goody uh, just, uh, and Mark Murphy had some comments about that recently where, you know, uh, realistically, you know, they're working on plans, but time is running short. Um, so what, what are you hearing or feeling? Are, are, you, are, you, are you confident that we're going to be able to have as normal of a season as, as possible under the current circumstances? I mean, I have probably haven't been paying as much attention to it as I should. My mindset, I'm just locking in like it's happening. Um, I'm not thinking any other thing until I'm told otherwise. Um, so, so, I mean, I've heard all sorts of things. I hear it changes every day. But as of right now, my mind can't start July 28th. I'm going to be ready to go for that. And if it's going to be later, then we'll stay ready. So, I don't know. I wish I could tell you. Heck, I wish I knew for sure. But, <laughs> hey, right now I'm thinking July 28th. Oh, my, my last question for you, because, again, you've been super generous. I, I'm just curious, man. You got the earbuds uh, before the game. What are you listening to? Do you, do you get hype up music? Are you chilling out? Uh, you know, what, what's, what, what do you got going for yourself? I kind of bounce around. Uh, there's certain songs that maybe aren't the best songs that I listen to right before going out, just to get pumped up some rap, you know, but I try to keep it relatively clean with like you know, some Christian rap or I listen to a little rock, you know, some Creed, um, or uh, what's another one that I listen to? There's a, there's a couple of bands I listen to, um, but I don't know. My, my favorite song that I've had for the last, I would say, since like my junior year of college that I still listen to like at least once before a game is uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. I don't know why. Whenever the Eagles <laughs> came out to that for the Super Bowl, it got me so pumped up. So uh, that's how that song gets me pumped up, and it's a terrible song. So I do not support any kid listening. <laughs> but you know, it gets me going. So that's 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 awesome. one for sure. Occasionally, I'll throw on some classic rock too to change it up. You know, what what kind of classic Boston. rock? What what Boston? Boston? Yeah, I got a little Boston. No sleep, tip. <laughs> you know, or jukebox hero. That's a good one too. I love it. Those kind of go hard, so I, I change it up a little bit. I dig it, man. So, so are you a karaoke champ too? I mean, I hear the pipes coming out. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I try to steer, stay away from the microphones. I don't want to hurt anyone's ears. <laughs> well, you never know. They might have you mic'd up, but uh, hopefully, they let you know beforehand if they're going to do exactly. That. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would plan accordingly, most definitely. Yeah. Well, Ty, thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule to join us. We really appreciate it. It is great yeah, to sure. catch up with you. Hopefully we will have another opportunity down the road. Um, best of luck uh, in camp. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you lock down that starting gig. Um, and, um, um, and really uh, hopefully hitting a full season here. Uh, and like you said, picking up from where you left off last year. Yes, sir. I enjoyed speaking with you guys. Thanks for having me on.
Thanks, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Ty. Go Pack Go. Yes, Go Pack Go. Y'all take care, all right? <laughs> take Later. Care.